Welcome to the Keep It Up Lifting Podcast, where we discuss lifestyle, fitness, and motivation. I have with me the man behind the camera, as always, but we have a special guest today, Corbin from the Peace and Purpose Podcast. Yeah, man, what's happening? No, you, hey, you nailed it right on the head, man. <laughs> 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 no mistakes, man. Perfect record. Yeah. <laughs> so what's going on, Corbin? Well, man, just finished a, a workout in my superhuman garage, and then uh, popped inside, grabbed a cold shower. My air conditioner's broken upstairs, slipped <laughs> on down here, and now I'm hanging with you guys. <laughs> I hear that. I hear that, man. Good to have you, man. Yeah, I, I appreciate being here, you know. Uh, I'm also appreciating not having a heat stroke right now, so yeah, both things man. are good. <laughs> <laughs> you, you need the makeshift ice bath out back, man. Oh, but I would love that. <laughs> I, I, I love... You know, just the idea, you know, like jumping into the hot tub when you're a kid and then jumping right into the pool. Yeah. That's me 100% full send. So. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, it's, uh, it's a pleasure to have you on. Uh, I was recently on your podcast, so I thought it would be great to have you on ours to um, just share some of what you're doing, what you, what you have going on. And one of my first questions for you is what was the inspiration for you to uh, create your podcast like what what made you choose that medium for um, your message yeah definitely so the peace and purpose podcast we, we started it based out of just conversations that we were casually happen casually having as friends so uh, myself and Chance Brown my co-host and they were really vulnerable deep conversations that you don't hear a lot of young people having and a lot of insightful, like, we were both going through a lot. I was going through a lot when the podcast started. I was very stressed. I was very anxious. I was going through a career crisis. The coronavirus was coming down the pipe. And I just graduated. I mean, I was having, I had back spasms that had me bedridden for four days. I was so stressed. Wow. Um, I had all sorts of aches and pains, um, tightness of the chest, all sorts of things. Um, and it was just becoming really problematic for me. I was doing a lot of things that weren't very good for me. I was taking, I was going down a career path that was not the right fit. I, I was doing it out of uh, expectations of people around me and, hey, this is a good thing to do as opposed to listening to what I actually wanted to do. Right. And just realizing all this in a culmination, I said, you know, this message, now that I'm recovering from this, needs to be out to more people. And just an excellent medium for doing that and for telling the story in the format of the, in the format that I wanted to mm -hmm. was through podcasts okay. because podcasts are really cool in two different ways. In my opinion, one is they're scalable. There's no limit to the amount of people that can, that can benefit from the message. There, there's no limit at all. Right. There's no, nobody says, nah, you can, you can, you know, a thousand people can listen to this show. No, it's, there's no ceiling. Right. And that's awesome to me. I can touch a lot of lives. The second thing that's cool, which beats YouTube, beats TV, beats all these other things to me, is the level of intimacy that just naturally comes from listening to a podcast. I've had a lot of people come up to me and they say, you know, I, I've met them maybe once or twice and they're like, you know, I really feel like I know you because I listen to the podcast. Mm. And, you know, I've learned a lot from you and I've benefited a lot. And 
that's just sensational that I can actually build relationships with people through their headphones. So, but wow. anyway, that's how I got started. I got started through my own struggles. Mm-hmm. I solved those problems, and then now I'm handing the solutions to people. Man, that you know that's a beautiful story, and the reason why is because we share that almost identical story. I mean, me and Uplifting have these conversations. And we're like, man, we need to record this. Like, <laughs> why don't people act like this? Why don't they think like us? Why don't they do these things, you know? Like, if if they would just do this, then maybe their lives would be more valuable. And then one day he he just, I don't know if he called me or texted me. He was just like, hey, man, you want to do a podcast? <laughs> I'm like, yes. Yeah. Like one word. <laughs> one word response, you know? And so, and, and 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 here we are today. And like you said, it's a it's a beautiful it's a beautiful medium because I mean, we're meeting people like you who basically uh, are sharing are sharing our same story. Yeah. And, and 15 minutes ago, I had no idea who you were. <laughs> you know, I mean, now we're doing business together. <laughs> so, uh, a question I had about your you said recovering. Are you? Alluding to recovering from the back spasms, or or what from, actually? Can you dig a little deeper and tell me what you were going through and what you were using to kind of heal that pain in that moment? Yeah, definitely. So I was healing from anxiety. Okay. Anxiety. It was a psycho psychosomatic back spasms, essentially. So it, it's the concept of you know because I went in you know it felt like a physical illness. So I was like, okay, I got to go talk to people. Went to my primary care doctor, no dice. Uh, got x-rays to see if there was anything structurally wrong, nothing. Wow. Um, and then I finally went back to my primary care doctor as I was co- as I was recovering from it, and he was like, yeah, I bet it was anxiety. I bet it was something what they call psychosomatic. So it's essentially th- mindsets influencing the health of the body, right. which is a very, you know, it's, it's an interesting concept, but... Essentially, I was so fearful of just different things that it was manifesting my body in in the form of tension, wow. and tension was causing pain. Um, but so I was recovering from anxiety, and where the anxiety came from to get more clarity on that is so the summer after I graduated, I graduated in 2020 from from college, and that summer, I well actually that year before I decided you know I'm going to go to medical school. And this was the wrong decision, and I'll, I'll get to why. But I started going down that path. I was finishing up my prereqs, because there's a lot of prereq classes for medical school. And the summer after I graduated, I was taking, happened to be taking the hardest pre-med classes there were. It's organic chemistry is the name of the class. Wow. And there's, there's, <laughs> two, there, there's two sections of it. Yeah, I know about that one, organic, organic chemistry. Orgo one, orgo two. And couple problems here <laughs> um, so problem one I was taking it all online because the code the coronavirus right was a problem many people think of online classes as an easy win yeah. this one no 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 they're the hardest no. yeah this yes and especially in the context of this because it is very it was self-led and it's the it's the hardest class I ever took in undergrad, and it was self-led, essentially. Yeah. It was self-led, and we did it in five weeks. I forgot we, who uh, – I think Bill Gates said that. Um, he said some of the strongest people – just sorry to interject, but he said some of the strongest people are the people who can learn 
without uh, an audience, I think. It, uh, I could be misquoting him, but essentially people who learn by themselves are some of the strongest people. So I applaud the, the effort, the attempt, you know. But no, yeah, I just I, I it's it's very stressful, right? Because we come from classroom type learning, so to try to do something that's self-paced is definitely difficult. Well, here's the thing. Come to find out, even though the class was very difficult, mm-hmm. that's not where the stress was coming from. Which everybody's gonna be like, "Do what?" What? Um, but so the stress was coming from the fact that I was going down the wrong path. I knew it but I would not admit it to myself. Hmm. I refused to. I I knew for a fact I did not want to do it. But yet, I repressed that and said, hey, this is the right thing to do, you know, everybody. My, my parents have told me this, and people around me have told me this, and, oh, it's a good job. I can't wait to go around cocktail parties telling people I'm a doctor, you know? Right. Um, but the problem is that that, co- that is just such a superficial way of looking at how you're going to spend your life I knew that deep down, but I didn't want to admit it. I was scared. Mm-hmm. One, I was scared of, whoa, this is a secure, do- a secure job, and the really the thing I really want to be doing is entrepreneurship, and um, you know. But there's that, and it's going. Oh, well, I'm not going to have enough money. What are people going to think? Right. You know, all of these different fears. What am I going to do next if I don't do this? Um, I knew entrepreneurship, but you know, that's a that's an open gate to plenty of possibilities. Right. But anyway. The anxiety did not subside until I admitted that to myself. Talking about how I, back to your question, how I actually cured that now that you have the context. Yeah. How I actually cured that was by, and it was painful, and I cried a lot, man. I'm telling you, I was, I was literally, I mean, a grown dude, and I'm, I'm freaking bawling my, bawling my eyes out. Yeah. And, it was a release and a true honesty with myself that broke my anxiety. Mm. I had to be honest. Mm-hmm. I had to be honest. They say that anxiety, the equation for anxiety, is fear plus indecision. I was scared of all these different things. Right. And I was in a state of constant indecision because I didn't really, I wasn't fully committed to the path I was in. I right. was sort of in this middle ground. And that was killing me. So after I broke out of that and said, I'm actually going to grow some balls here and move forward, then I broke my anxiety. I like that word grow. Uh, You know, we talked about that last time we spoke, and I I feel that those are those uncomfortable times, you know, when you have that that anxiety about making certain decisions, uh, which is a part of entrepreneurship, is you just have to make decisions quickly you know and stick to them there's not a lot of hey this may not go right or or should we let's wait on it you're you know you have to be very precise and concise with your decision making as an entrepreneur so oh yeah i i do like that word grow because you did grow from that experience you know at least in my eyes or would you say would you say that you grew from that experience oh one thousand percent no, absolutely no question. I mean, anytime, I think anytime that you face a fear, you grow. Mm. And that's precisely what I did. 100%, 1,000%, as I mentioned before, I right. grew. This is no, there's no question I grew through the experience of overcoming this anxiety because anytime that you face a fear and you do it truthfully, you're going to grow. 
fears are the limitations that we put on our lives. And when you say truthfully, what do you mean by that? Just to just to dig a little deeper into truthfully, as far as being honest with myself. Mm -hmm. So I I just wanted to know, you know, what you meant by truthfully. I have, you know, we all have these inert desires, these things that we feel pulled to. Uh huh. Before, whenever I was going down the medical path. I was denying myself the expression of said desires. Mm. I was denying them for fear. So there's there's two different things that can motivate you. It's either inspiration or it's fear. I was letting fear motivate me. And because I was letting fear motivate me, I was not allowing myself to be truthful in the world by expressing what I actually wanted. Mm. So whenever I was honest with myself or being true with myself... I actually allowed those desires to manifest in the world as opposed to living against my own values. So being truthful is facing the fear of, oh my gosh, what are other people going to think, man? Right, right, And actually going out. And here's the thing. People that loved me, people that loved me, fearing what they're going to think. Right. But you have to realize that although they love you, they don't know what's up all the time. Right. They care the most about you, but that doesn't mean that they have the insight into what should happen. So overcoming that and actually doing what I wanted to do, the fear of being judged, the fear of not having enough money, the fear of blah, 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 right. I grew through that whenever I started telling myself the truth and actually facing those fears. Nice. Mm, that's great, man. Your, your story is amazing so far. I just like the fact how you just basically gave us the cure for anxiety. <laughs> <It's>, I mean... <laughs> Just be be honest with be honest with yourself. Yeah. And the reason why I love your story so much is it's it's so relatable to me, because um, because you mentioned uh, uh, doing the things that make you happy, fight fighting those fear against what people may think. Uh, bro, I got a bachelor's degree and I bartend. <laughs> you know, like it doesn't like yeah. people think you should be doing this. I mentioned that on my other podcast that I talk about all the time. People think you should be doing something, but when you're doing something that that make you happy, that that you love to do, right? You know, I love speaking to people. I love, you know, I, I mean, I just love the the entire environment, which is why I'm a podcaster, right? You know? <laughs> <laughs> I like talking to people, like you said, you mentioned earlier. I'm the comedic relief. People do see me as that a lot of times. You know, I like to have fun. <laughs> I like to enjoy myself. I don't want, I don't need everything to be structured. You know, so uh, being the restaurant business is what I've been in for about 15 years now. You know, after after like you know, basically going through what, what what you did, uh, you know, go, doing the school route. Right. You know, I don't know if you got your degree yet. We didn't get that far in your story, but yeah, being 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 truth with yourself and, uh, I mean, you you like I said, you you almost you basically cured the disease. <laughs> you know what I mean? By 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 doing what you doing what feels good to you inside, and uh, that, that's what we're all about here. Keep it uplifting. Yeah. So ship me off to the CDC. (laughs) (laughs) You're right. (laughs) You got to research that. (laughs) So um, another question I have is I I tried to do a little groundwork and, uh, you know, a little research on you. And I see that you're writing a book. Is that is that true? That is true. Yeah, man. Well, actually, it it is already been written. Okay. Now. Okay. So you have a book. Is there? There's not another book that you're releasing, is there? No. So I have written the so all the contents there, Uh and now I'm going back and editing. So in that editing process is shifting things from 
I don't know what you guys remember from from English lit, but um, I'm shifting things from passive voice to active voice to mm-hmm, make my mm-hmm. sentences more direct. Okay, so I, I'm going back and, and editing all that stuff. I'm also reformatting so that there is a better hierarchical stand or hier- hierarchy of understanding essentially. So basically, segmenting different levels of concept so let okay. me let me bring that down from the from the clouds up here right um so what i'm doing is taking large chapter titles and then subdividing my content into sections within that chapter so the way it'll be formatted is i think it's nine chapters and then each of them is subdivided by section depending on basically the puzzle pieces for that chapter could you so tell us a little now. a little more about the book and what in, yeah. what what actually inspired it so the book is similar to what we were talking about just before. Mm-hmm. Um, it tells it tells the story of what I learned at rock bottom, essentially. Uh, the most painful, just honestly, the most suffering I've had in my life. And I've been pretty fortunate in that department, frankly. Um, but the most suffering I've had in my life with that level of anxiety and indecision that I had post-college. And... I go into a lot of things that mm-hmm. I picked up during that time. Because like we said before, the growing generally happens in those difficult moments with the anxiety, with facing fears, with doing all those things. So I learned a ton, and I've consolidated that information into a book. Um, so w- things that I've learned, um, they go from relationships. They go mm. from f- They talk about faith and how faith unlocks actually living a life and mm-hmm. not being stuck in a cardboard box of your own limitations. Okay. Um, so I've got, that's the first chapter. Powerful. And then there's, um, after that chapter, we talk about pursuing what lights you up. That's what I call it. Uh-huh. And it's the things that resonate with you and get you excited. Those are the things you lean into, especially if it's scary. That's actually best if it's a little scary. Um, because that lets you know that you're, that you're ripping the side of the cardboard box off and saying, you know, UPS, let me out, man, right. you know, banging in the back of the truck. Um, but, yeah, so we talk about that, talk about relationships and the types of people that I that I like to, I sort of vet my friends, like the okay. new friends coming into my life. So there's certain things that I look for and certain things that I, um, avoiding close friends at least. Okay. I want to love everybody, but as far as close friends, inner circle, putting ideas into my head, I have criteria. And I go through that in the book. Um, I also go through um, I also go through my financial modeling systems that I use in my own life now, mm-hmm. um, which are largely based out of um, leveraging time and creating what I call what I lovingly call cash flow magnets, as opposed to um, time money arbitrage, okay. which is sort of like the traditional uh, financial model of I work. I, my intrinsic worth is 20 bucks an hour. I'm more like I'm going to build an app in 30 hours, and it's going to sell for the rest of my life 24 hours a day. I'm going to pass the rights off to my children after I die, and they're going to make money for the rest of their days, and it's going to keep going. And then I'll um, outsource somebody if the medium changes to to uh, rehab the app and then stick it on there. So, right. so those are just a couple of things from the book. Hmm. And what's the is this book available? To be purchased. So it will be soon. So I'm after I finish editing, um, I'm embedding links 
I've yeah, seen man. the I've seen the book. I I, I want the book. I want <laughs> I want to know the you know. I'm trying to get this just, is an interview. I want to get the release yo, date. I want to get I all know, of it. He just told you he was editing. Yeah, like, hey, when, when, when can yeah, we read? Is it? there a soft copy? You know. I, I tell you. I tell you what. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a deadline, and I'll just edit for that deadline. I'll tell you right now. I'll make it up on the fly. What is let's say September 10th? Okay. And it sounds like a fun. It sounds like a fun day. <laughs> that will be a fun day. I like. I like how you did that. September tenth. <laughs> yeah, I just made that up. I just made that up right now. I don't the know what day, day before, of the week that the is. Day before, oh, that's man. a Friday. Yep. Well, Friday release party. We're yeah, gonna have man. one of those uh big, you know, like Marvel release release dates, and everybody's gonna come watch the show, and I'm gonna read and stuff. It's gonna be great. Well, that's not I, you know, will you have a? Will you do you have a website to purchase this or? Yeah, so we've actually I actually built um, our peace and purpose website, so we're okay. getting that up on its feet. Um, I'll be selling it off of that website. I'll be selling it off of Amazon. Okay. I mean, preferably, I'm going to have people track to my website. I'll be selling it in the show notes. It'll be via a landing page, most likely from mm-hmm. our podcast. Mm-hmm. So there'll be lots of different ways you can actually get your hands on it. It'll be widely distributed. Okay, and the website again for the listeners. Yeah, so it is. Let me see here. So it'll whenever by the time you guys get the um, the website, it's going to be www dot. Uh, actually, give me a moment here. I'm going to have to check this out. So right now we have a template domain, and we're getting a custom domain for mm-hmm. the release. You can just give me what it what it will be at that time. Yeah. So it should be. I'm trying to figure out the remember the one that we had picked out here. Domain. Okay. Peaceandpurposetoday.com. That's going to be our domain. Okay. And you yeah, do so have a... Peace and Purpose... Peaceandpurpose.com was taken, uh-huh. and the the property rights to that URL, to that domain, were through the, through the roof as far as uh, expenditures go. So, Peace and Purpose Today, as your first step, is going to be the, the domain name. And you do have a co-host on the show, correct? Yeah, that's right. Okay. It uh since your co-host is uh not here, what was uh what what made you sure that you could have that person as a co-host? I know you said you guys had conversations all the time, but um well, he was just a terrible person, so I figured, <laughs> like, like me, me being the White Knight, yeah. I figured that he could be, you know, like the Joker to my Batman. That's okay. sort of what I was thinking. Uh, no, he, we just, whenever we had those conversations, it was extremely organic. That's that's where it came from. I think podcasts are meant to be, and why it is so intimate is because they're completely candid conversations, and I think you guys probably reflect that idea Definitely. in a lot of ways. And he's my best friend. And okay. when we were just talking, when we were talking, it was just organically flowing. I think you noticed it the other night. Yes, yes, of course. And we both have the ability to be extremely honest. Like, I just came on a podcast and told you about my anxiety freaking right. out after right. college. Right, right, right. Like, if, if you can do that and he has the ability to do this too, you... I knew that he was a great guy to have with me on the journey. So, yeah. And um, why, if you could tell somebody about your podcast and what they would get from your podcast, 
and why they should listen to your podcast along with the Keep It Up Listening podcast. Um, what would you say? I create the feelings you want for you. You know, every every human drive, and that may seem profound, it is. Um, every human drive is based on a desire for a certain feeling. If you think about anything you've done in your life, they're generally a means to an end so that you can feel a certain way, so you can have a perceived sensation, essentially. And the way that I format things is I work from the bottom, from feelings that are desirable for the population. Mm-hmm. Then we dial that back to goals, and we're essentially, I'm actually launching an exclusive content series that's called Discovering Joy, Mm -hmm. and it is the motivational, it's going to be motivational psychology and machine learning to help people to achieve goals that then elicit feelings that are desirable. So, if you want to feel good, you should you should listen to the podcast, essentially, because everything is based off of feelings, and I work from that ground up. Nice. Everything is based off of that. Our, our first season is on stress and anxiety. Okay. I had talk about that's a fee, that's literally a feeling. I solved that for myself, got myself feeling good, and by feeling good, it is feeling calm, feeling excited about things. Because the thing that nobody tells you about anxiety is you cannot enjoy your life. There's no there's no fun. There's no good. There's no pleasure of any sort whenever you're in that state. So my job in that first season. I'm going to get you out of that state and put you in a state where you actually feel good and can enjoy life because the fact of the matter is we're all going to die someday and there's limited time. Right. So you should probably listen to somebody who's been through it and can, from afar, coach you out of it. So in that, I'm helping people to attain a feeling. Mm. That's everything. Attain joy. Attain fun. Mm. Like you can be – I remember I could have conversations in a room with people. Mm-hmm. With my, with my best friends, and I was miserable because the only thing in the back of my head was, oh, my gosh, I'm not, I don't have a career. Everybody else does. I, I'm, I'm a, I must not – I'm not going to make it. Mm. So if you're having feelings like that, that's season one. Nice. Um, and that's the same theme that's going to be going on. Our second season is about doing courageous things through faith, and we had you on this past week about that, which was a really cool episode. So if you guys uh, want to hear his story, which I'm sure you already have, um, but <laughs> if you want to hear it again, go uh, check out the podcast for that. But that feeling is a feeling of freedom. Mm. My largest value, because in the first season we did we did a value analysis where we figured out our, our top values and then started living through them. Right. And this season, you know, my top value is freedom. Mm. And the only way, the, the enemy of freedom is fear. Right. Certainly. Yeah. Faith. Freedom, so, so freedom is a mindset, a rock, most definitely. Let's get a rock, scissors, uh, rock, paper, scissors game here. So you guys can see the visual. I don't know if they'll be able to see the visual. But anyway, so let me think this through. Rock, we're going to call rock fear, uh-huh. okay? And then we've got old um, freedom over here. Freedom is scissors. So fear, fear is going to crush the freedom. Right. But when you got faith, you got paper. Mm. So if you can use figure out how to use paper to grab this rock and toss it away, you now have freedom. Mm. Freedom allows you to leave your core values. Living in your core values allows you to feel good. We're all desiring to feel good. Right. So, the, so I've deconstructed it from the bottom of these different feelings and psychological and spiritual concepts, frankly. 
Um, so that's the second season. So this season's about the paper sm- grabbing the rock and tossing it. And this Discover series is uh, that's so that's joy. That's joy in a okay. in a box. But yeah, that'll be subscription. So how we form how we're formatting it now is there'll be one show that is essentially what we've been doing with we usually bring on guests and we have a theme for the season right so we we just told you the first two seasons next season is going to be about goal setting and attainment Mm -hmm. and it's going to be very strictly it's going to be motivational psychology i'm going to have some excellence we're doing like a hybridized approach next season so we're having some uh, speakers on so actually the guy who was the my college president is going to come on our show next season. Um, and he is like the classic immigrant story. He came from uh, from overseas, and he came, I can't remember the exact country, but he could not speak English. And he came over, had a goal, leveraged his own psychology, and now he's a multi-million, probably $500 million network. I don't remember how much how wealthy he is, but it's hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars for setting that goal. Nice. And it's just... We're going to be saying, okay, what is your goal? Because we're not going to tell you what your goal is. That's not our job. Right. But our job is to leverage psychology so that you can input whatever your goal is, and we're going to essentially get you there. So that's the next season. And joy is the deconstruction. Joy is the ultimate feeling in my mind. Joy is, is a mixture you know, of love. You've got all of these different subdivided emotions to bring joy. So the idea is we're going to be deconstructing joy and talking about the psychological and sociological work of people that were the happiest people who have essentially ever lived. So I'm going to break that down for people, and then we'll be able to modify it for the individual listener. They'll be able to modify it themselves based off of how how I lead them. But there are some central central concepts that override anybody as far as how to attain joy. It's just different— patterns of getting there essentially so that's the the exclusive content okay man corbin you out here you out here selling podcasts dope you like you like listen listen to peace and purpose it make you feel good and there's also you know some pot on the side if you guys are interested <laughs> you got, no you, man you gotta have the vpn to order that <laughs> no Under, Understood, man. Hey, but uh, what what I'm interested in is though uh, your journey through your journey through the podcast from start, uh, like uh, successes, failures. Uh, how 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 did that go for you? Is it, has everything been a success and been continued going up, right? Yeah. So here's what I would suggest for anybody that's looking to start a podcast, and this is a pretty universal principle. Somebody else passed that along to me, and now I'm hoping to pass it along to others. But I've seen it ring true. Here's what you do. So you make content on a consistent basis. You do it over a long time period. And the content that you release is inherently valuable to people. So it syncs with with human desire, essentially. The key is you have to stick with it. Because it it can get, I'm sure you guys can resonate with this too. The first bit, you're not going to get many downloads. Yeah, man. Because you, it's a pour. You've you've just started something, right? And the problem is, because we are already. This is not a bragging thing. This is just to show you 
how many people end up starting podcasts and then quitting quickly. This is my guesstimate with that. We are already in the top 40% of podcasts as far as listening listeners go. Mm. And the reason I think that that is is because a lot of people don't stick with it. They don't have the fortitude mm-hmm. to actually keep going. Because if you keep going, you can get it. You really can get an audience. Yeah, man. Keep it up with um, Yeah, exactly. You got to keep it up with it, man. You got to stay motivated and making content. And so, you know, the same way that a lot of podcasts go, you know, the first few bit, the first bit, we really didn't market at all. So, you know, we weren't expecting an audience. We didn't, nobody knew. Right. Um, and we were getting our value proposition together, essentially. So we were making content that stemmed around things that people cared about. Hmm. And then just more recently, really, we've, we've started working into marketing. And more recently, I say, our first bout was probably in April uh, this year. And because we've been going since about February. Okay. So, but in that time, you know, as we started to market and we continued to make episodes over and over again, just each week, make an episode each week, and we've stuck to that. We have not missed a week. We've started to grow exponentially because people, now we got our value proposition straight early on. Mm-hmm. We did that intentionally. People, as the message started to spread, you know, word of mouth, hey, I told them and I told them and, you know, all these different things. Right. And now that we're starting doing cross promotions with people and, Hopefully, people are benefiting from what I'm saying. I'm sure. We've started to grow exponentially. Nice. Like, we've, we beat last month's numbers a fourth of the way through this month, like a quarter of the way through. Mm, okay. Wow. Nice. Um, like I say, like, we're, like we're blowing up in, in, that, in that way, which is really exciting to see. And um, especially whenever you had the fortitude to stick to something and it's paying off. Nice. Right. Yeah, I mean, it pays. Frankly, it pays off intrinsically. Yeah, you know, there's a... there's intrinsic motivators and then there's extrinsic motivators, and I am an in, intrinsic motivator guy because it's actually scientifically proven that. And hopefully, this doesn't get too high in the sky esoteric, but um, intrinsic motivation. There's a couple of things that govern it, and these are things I don't need an outcome to be enjoying what I'm doing. Right. It's not outcome dependent. It's process dependent, and they say if you have autonomy, if you feel so, autonomy is one. Mastery is is two. You feel like you're getting something, getting good at something that actually matters uh-huh. and is going to help people. Because we actually surprising to what many people think. You know, everybody's bad in the world. It's actually not the case. From a the psycho the psychology does not show that um, because people want to have skills that they know are are um, actually worth something. Right. And then the last part of it is basically having a higher purpose. Like they want to, it's, it's purpose. That's the last word. It's three words. Right. Um, and purpose, you know, that's creating something and doing something that is larger than yourself and it's beneficial. It's, it has to be larger. It has to affect way more people than you know or can even like imagine yourself, even maybe meeting. Exactly. Yeah. And that's what I love about podcasts. And that's why for me, it was not hard to keep going with the podcast because I had autonomy. I choose. I already knew before I even got started. I I needed this in my life. Yeah, (laughs) I don't. I don't. That's why. I mean, I'm not doing the whole boss thing, working thing. I just. I can't. That isn't. That isn't me. I can't. And so I had the autonomy. I can record when I want. I can make it what I want it to be about. I can. I can do all these different things. Right. The second thing is mastery. 
I've my communication skills they were pretty good before I had done a lot of acting and that sort of thing mm-hmm. but I've really honed them down especially in the context of speaking and writing mm-hmm. um, so and I feel that that is very powerful you know the, the a word is is a very strong weapon yes, and yes. I, I think I'm using I think I'm using that weapon in a, in a good way yeah um, and I'm getting pretty good at it, I think um, and then finally the purpose and that's my my podcast is named after purpose and I have I have the purpose of making people feel good. So, so yeah, in a constructive way, right? Yeah. <laughs> most, most definitely, most definitely. It's, it's, it's just amazing how many, how many similarities that, that we have, you know what I mean? Yeah. Basically, basically with our journey, you know, why, yeah. why we started, you know, um, uh, just, just a lot. Yeah, man. We, uh, we wanted to make an impact on the world, not just the world around us, you know? Yeah. So, um, any last words for our listeners on the Keep It Up Listen podcast? Yeah, definitely. So this is a principle from the book. Pursue what lights you up. And what I mean by that is what you feel drawn to. The little things that whenever you're there, you just feel like you lose the concept of time and you are, there's just a pleasant feeling. Follow that. Your feelings are more intelligent than you think they are. Hmm. We, can, we can logic our way. Logic usually follows fear. Feelings usually follow what is truly going on. Um, so if you find something that you love doing, do it. This is a non-negotiable. Because at the, at the end of the day, our, our lives on this earth are going to be over. It's going to be a zero-sum game. It'll just be the quality of what happened in between there. And the quality of that is going to mean you're ascribing to a higher purpose and doing it in a way that you actually enjoy doing. Don't do that and don't question it. I don't care what other people around you are saying. That That's what I would recommend. And... Where can people find you guys? Do you have any social media for the Peace and Purpose podcast? Yeah, so we're actually building that out right now, too. We've got our uh, our buddy Andre um, with uh, Alpha Tech Designs. We, we had him on this this season, and he's building out our Instagram. It should be at uh, the Peace and Purpose Guys, and that'll be coming up soon. Okay. I um, mean, you find us on Instagram. You can find us anywhere you find podcasts at the Peace and Purpose Podcast. Uh, you can find us at that website that I spoke about earlier. Um, that'll be peaceandpurposetoday.com, and that's where I'll be selling my book. And, man, you can find me a couple of different places. So I'm a serial entrepreneur if we really want to get deep here. You can find me at uh, www.capitalbookworm.com. That is my personal finance website, and that is where I give you guys the hot tips on how to uh, reach financial freedom. You know, I talk about freedom all the time and mm-hmm. um Freedom it plays in a lot of realms, and, and money is certainly one of them. Um, I've seen too many people have lives that were less than what they could live and lives that they didn't like because they didn't have enough money, and I'm here to stop that. Mm. Uh, so you can check out that too. So those are just a couple of places you can uh, you can find me slash uh, me and Chance. Okay. Well, we at the Keep It Up Listen podcast want to thank Corbin for – keeping it uplifting and chance for keeping it uplifting. We really appreciate you guys and I appreciate you for having me on and I appreciate you for joining. And as always keep it uplifting.